Well, greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm super duper excited uh, to actually be back with you guys. I've been gone for a few months. If you're just now chiming in or subscribing, you have subscribed to Salutations and Importations, and I am your host, Soul Care Coach Antoine Braggs. It is a joy to be with you. And we have been in consecration. Actually, we've been in con con a consecration on our broadcast uh, there on Clubhouse. And we're excited about it right now. We are not on Facebook. So you can't find me going live on Facebook. But you can go back and go through the videos that I have released in the Soul Care community. And also on my public figure page. And so I'm excited about that. But I tell you what, in Clubhouse, we have been seeing the Spirit of God move and an astral astronomical way even today we have sat for hours in the presence of the lord and heard from incredible guests that were on the platform and so i'm excited about what the lord began to reveal to us now we've been in a vein talking about trust but i want to come to you guys today and i want to change it a little bit up because even while we were talking about trust one of the things that leaped out and stood out so strongly was about our prayer and our devotion and so it's something that I've been reading this book. One of our pastors uh, got this book for me and blessed me with this book, guys. And I want to read something out of this book. So I'm going to be talking to you out of this book, Power Through Prayer and Purpose in Prayer. It's by E.M. Bounds. And so we bless God for that. So if you just give me a moment, I'm going to get that for you. And I just want to walk through a few things that I think were instrumental to just stir a new fire in me because what I'm going to talk to you about today is about prayer you know prayer is so sacred prayer is so intimate prayer is so necessary and most of us we try to operate in things and we hadn't been bathed in prayer but I'm telling you if you get to a place where you bathed in prayer I thought about this uh, guys I thought about how whenever you know I started out in ministry not even just started out in ministry when I started walking with the Lord and eating the Bible I would spend hours in prayer and didn't even realize it it was just my deep hunger I just followed my hunger you know how you follow your hunger pains to eat certain food? I just followed my hunger pains. And my hunger pains would lead me to books on prayer. It would lead me to books on salvation. It would lead me to books on the cross. And I would sit and listen to my pastor for hours preach sermons that I had already heard. And let me tell you what really kept me focused. It was my prayer life. And so I want to talk to you guys today. I hope you got your pen and your paper. I hope that if you're in the gym that, listen, don't shout too loud. The people beside you may wonder what's going on. You know, maybe lift up the name of Jesus a little bit. You know, you better be silent. You better try to meditate on the word like the scripture says in Psalms 1. But I'm telling you today that God is going to do something in this time that we spend in these 30 minutes, God is going to transform your life. If you have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, you will be transformed. Look at it. We're just three minutes in, and I already feel the presence of the Lord. And so I want to go ahead and read something. If you ever get this book, uh, I want to tell you where this is located in your book. That's Power Through Prayer, Purpose in Prayer, E.M. Bounds. It's two books in one. And as I stated, uh, one of our pastors provided this book for me, and it was a gold mine. She has no idea. That's like giving me a million dollars. When you give me a good book, where I feel the heart of God immediately when I read it, 
I can't put it down. I've been trying to get back to this book all day while we've been in our clubhouse room, the threshing floor. And by the way, I want to encourage you guys that are listening to me around the world. I would love to have you on the threshing floor. The threshing floor is right there on clubhouse. We have 1.3, listen, K people that have signed up to that room. Not always 1.3 K people that are in the room, but we thank God that they passed through and their lives were impacted. And so if you follow me, on Clubhouse is AG Braggs 01. But if you follow the room, it's the threshing floor. And so I'd be honored to have you as a part with us. I know you wouldn't just come to receive as a contribution from you as well. So um, page number 46, EM Bound says this. And I read this this morning. So if you happen to go back and listen on our Clubhouse room, you will hear this. But he said, prayer is the creator as well as the channel of devotion. Wait a minute. Can I just pause here? Prayer is the creator. And let me tell you, it shows me that the spirit of prayer is the spirit of Christ. The spirit of prayer is the spirit of Elohim. The Bible declares, listen, when you look up and you come into it and you come to understand the names of God, Elohim means creator and sustainer of all life. And so when we think about this, that you now have been given an opportunity to represent God as a vessel. And look at this prayer. When you pray, when you really pray, what is prayer, Apostle? What is prayer? So care coach, prayer is dialogue with God. It's not monologue. You don't just get to come in and just throw all of your issues on God and then and then walk out and say everything is well because I cast my cares. No, you have to sit so you can exchange yokes with him. His yoke is easy and his burdens, they are light. He said, take my yoke upon you. Some of you are carrying yokes of your family. You are carrying yokes of friendships. Some of you serve in ministry and by golly, people will make you carry their yoke. And sometimes you'll be walking around, you mad at people, mad at stuff, mad at the way situations you felt like they went down because you are carrying somebody else's yoke. You got to learn how to exchange yokes in the presence of the Lord. And that is through divine dialogue, which is really prayer. So prayer is the creator as well. Listen to the E.M. Bounds. He's so, he's so simple but powerful. The way that he breaks this down is so simple but powerful. As well as the channel of devotion. When you pray, you open up a channel. You open up a channel. Glory to God. Listen to this though. This, this really got me. The spirit of devotion is the spirit of prayer. <laughs> when I read that last night, before I read it this morning, because I had to go back over it. I'm a man of meditation. So I can't just look at something and be like, oh, that was wonderful. You know, I can't just look at something and get excited about it. I have to go back and sit with that, that for a while. I have to go back and process that. Did you just say to me, that the spirit so first of all devotion has a spirit <laughs> wait a minute devotion has a spirit the spirit of devotion is the spirit of prayer when you really get in prayer your devotion will shift there's a spirit on you when you get into real holy ghost filled prayer and I want to encourage you, whether you're listening to this, whether you're in the gym or in your home, whether you're at work. And we thank 
God for podcasts because we can listen with no interruption. We can be doing things. And if we really have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to us so that we might walk worthy of that vocation that we have been called to, our ear gates are automatically open. They are automatically open when we are yielded in prayer. And we can listen to things like this that fuel our fire in the area of prayer. 30 minutes of power-packed time of stirring you on to follow on to know the Lord. And so we are thankful for that. But we are so appreciative for the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. And I was sitting there on my bed as I was meditating on this particular paragraph. And I thought about all of the times down through the years where God moved upon me, moved upon my wife, moved upon my children, moved upon my family. Sherry and I, July the 10th, which is Sunday, we're getting ready to celebrate 21 years of marriage. And what got us to this place, because we came into our marriage wrong. And so what got us to this place of 21 years of marriage that we're getting ready to celebrate, it ain't. It's not because I've been all good. It's not because she's been all good. It's because the spirit of prayer has been on our lives so strong and so long. Because we know when we don't know anything else to do, we know how to dialogue with God. We know how to tell God where we are. We know how to let God. I talked about this morning on our clubhouse, the arm of God. We know how to let God's strong arm as he as he flexes his muscle. We know how to grab that muscle and let him lift us out of darkness. Let him lift us out of discouragement. Let him lift us out of confusion and so we're grateful for that so let me calm myself down because I know you might be getting a little excited listening to this and I don't want any problems with where you are we specifically do these 30 minute segments uh, number one so you can process these things as we teach and then number two so that you can have something that has the spirit of prayer on it that has fire that captures your attention real quick and in 30 minutes you have already been baptized in the fire of the holy spirit as you listen to salutations and impartations and so it says the spirit of devotion is the spirit of prayer it goes on to say prayer listen to this closely prayer and devotion are united as soul and body are united I want that to settle in your heart for a moment. Wow. So you can't just jump up and, and get going. Some of you jump up out of bed and you just you just go into life and, and you hadn't had any devotion. You hadn't had any prayer. And some of you jump up and you read devotion, but you're not in or connected to that devotion. You're just reading it for duty purposes. So you can say that you read your devotion and you prayed. We've got to, this is why prayer is so important because prayer brings fire to any content that you look at, any content you look at. Sometimes I read things in magazines, it's not even spiritual, but the content itself, when I read it, because I read through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, it illuminates that to me like it would the Bible, like the text itself. And so we're so grateful. The spirit of prayer will change everything about you. Listen, I want to tell you guys, as I stated earlier, with the tribe I lead and the people of God that I have the luxury of partnering with, because not everybody, I'm their senior leader, but the people I have the luxury of partnering with, we've been in consecration and we're on day eight. 
And as the Lord began to speak to me, I knew that it was time for me to come back and speak to you guys because this subject matter is so critical in our day. Because as I state all the time, if you're listening to me, that the church is not in trouble. Listen, the world is in trouble. But the church is in a transition, but transition feels like trouble when you're not prepared for it. It feels like trouble. You can't get excited about, listen, he said, you can get excited. He, he said glory and tribulation. You know, he said tribulation work in patience and patience experience and experience hope because hope make the heart not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God has been shared abroad in our hearts through the power of the Holy Ghost that's been given unto us. How many people really glory in tribulation? We glory when we come out. But if we ever get the spirit of prayer on us, tribulation won't feel like tribulation. It'll feel like transition, which is what it really is. It won't be as difficult. The spirit of prayer makes all things easy. <laughs> when you really get into prayer, I, I thought about it. I went through certain things that I never complained about, talked about, spoke about. And when I got on the other side of that thing, I wonder how I was still strong. It wasn't because I was charismatic or anointed or because I studied my Bible. It was because of the spirit of prayer that I allowed to land on me. It was because me sitting in the presence of the Lord and learning his voice so that when strange voices came, I wouldn't follow them. It was because I decided that prayer would be everything to me. And I can just remember my wife um, can attest to this. I can just remember hours in prayer not realizing i come out of the closet and i went in and it was midday and i came out and it was night and when i was reading this book i was reminded and i heard the holy spirit say leave your troubles at the altar and come away with me come away with me my beloved i heard i heard the book song of solomon screaming for me and so we want to get back into a place where prayer is so critical for us. So I want to go on to read this. The preacher, I know we're almost in the middle. Aren't you encouraged already? We're almost at a place. I'm so glad you tuned in to Salutations and Importations. At one level, I'm greeting you. At another, I'm imparting what God is saying to you, to us. The thing I love about speaking for God is that you never speak for God and, and what you are speaking doesn't speak to you unless it didn't come from God. I love to be a spokesman for God because I'm never speaking for people. I'm speaking for God because I know that if I can position myself to get a word through, then the word will get to me as well. So I'm so grateful for the Lord for this. But the preacher must be surrendered. And I know we're talking about preachers. You may be a businessman or woman. Listen, this may be your first time chiming into something spiritual. I don't want you to turn me off and think that I'm just this preacher that's just out here throwing fire and brimstone or even just, you know, sometimes we can be too spiritual that we're not any earthly good. I don't want you to think that. I want you to know that, listen, as I have stated in the beginning of my podcast, we're talking about my journey. I'm a little boy that comes from Farmerville, Louisiana, was strung out on drugs, dropped out of school. Listen, I shouldn't be doing this, but the Lord has been kind to me. And because I decided to cultivate a spirit of prayer, oftentimes the enemy drowns when he messes with me. You know why he drowns? Because I kick up my prayer life. It's the lifesaver for me. 
And so I want to encourage you to do the same. So when I speak of the preacher, I don't want you to think, I don't want you to turn me off and feel like I'm just talking to church people. I'm not. I'm talking to you. I don't know where you are and who you are. Maybe you're in the office with a supervisor right now, and that supervisor has frustrated you to your core before you get offended and start to attack them with words or speak ill about them or gossip about them. I want you to go into that stall. I want you to close that stall. And I want you to lift up your hands. I want you to lean into God. I want you to let the Holy Spirit shape your heart so he can change your words. I'm telling you what I know. Listen, you might be, you have your own office. I want to encourage you as the CEO of that company, don't bow to what is being put out. It's a distraction. And so God is calling us, you, us into prayer. We have got to pray about everything. So the preacher must be surrendered to God in the holiest devotion. <laughs> he is not a professional man. Listen to this. His ministry is not a profession. <laughs> oh my. It is a divine institution. A divine devotion. He is devoted to God. And his aim, aspirations, ambitions are for God and to God. And to such prayer is as essential as food is to life. Prayer is as essential as food is to life. If we would get more Christians that understand just as they need that protein to work out in the gym. Like I talked about earlier, one of my sons telling me to get a smoothie. Because, I, you know, I've been working out in the gym. I just came back into the gym. And, you know, I've always been the type of person I go hard at something when I get in it. Like, I'm just that dude, 110%. When I was a servant in somebody else's vineyard, you can't beat me, sir. I never wanted to be on anybody's stage or platform. I never reached for it in any way. I was so happy to be who I was as, as just, you know, what we would call an usher in God's house. I was so happy to be able to do that. And the same, but I did it with 110%. And that's the same way I went back into the gym. And then I realized, you know what? You've been out a while. And I was getting ready, just as essential as he was telling me that smoothie would be to my workout. That's the way prayer is to our lives. It's essential, guys. You need what you need to work out, and you need what you need to live a holy life. Some of you have been trying to live a holy life and your prayer life is not, it does not have enough fire in it. Don't get, don't, listen, don't let the accuser of the brethren stick something to your heart that's not God. You have got prayer will burn it off every time. Real prayer, Holy Ghost, pure prayer. And I'm not talking about just using a lot of words. Although when you increase in your prayer life, your word base should increase. God loves for you to talk to him in his language. And he loves for you to use your own language. And you have, you have studied your own language to know what words to use with him. You know you're praying when you don't even know the words sometimes. And, and when you pray it, you understand it immediately. Because when you don't know what you should pray for, as you are, the spirit giveth utterance and begins to pray on your behalf listen i want to tell you you are not the only one that struggles with keeping up this level of prayer man but when you get in it it's no longer you 
but it's Christ that lives in you. You know, Paul said, the life that I now live, I now live by the faith of the Son of God that loved me and gave himself up for me. So I'm telling you in this moment that you are in a place right now, my brother, before you even take that turn to even, that decision is a critical decision, but brother, listen to me. Don't make a decision that you have not been in intimate dialogue with God about. Don't ask God to bless something that you refuse to partner with him on. I'm telling you, I've had seasons in my life where I have had to reroute things and people thought I was crazy and sometimes confused. But the spirit of prayer would tell me, I don't care what they think. You can shipwreck it later or you can have a little bump now. You can go over a speed bump and let everybody talk about you. Or you can get to the end and shipwreck this whole thing because you refuse to obey me because of how they thought about you. You have to go into prayer. You know, my wife and I have been in some intense prayer lately because we know that the transition is upon us, but we want to make sure that the transition that we make, that God is orchestrating it. God is orchestrating it. So I want to encourage you. I don't know where you are in your life, in your world. I don't know how it is in your family right now, but I want to tell you, you don't have to listen you don't have to change your circumstances just yield and let God change you recently I I, I don't want to say I went through it, something because I really didn't go through anything but recently I had something happen and the Holy Spirit said to me it was just as clear as day I want you to intercede and pray the blessings of the Lord over them like you have never and I heard the Holy Spirit in the background cheering me on. <laughs> I heard him saying, pray my son, pray my son. It was like Father was coming through Holy Spirit telling me, pray my son, pray my son. And I landed in that place as my wife and I was interceding. And I felt the compassion of Christ. And I knew then that the spirit of prayer can never be ignored. I don't care what type of circumstance you find yourself in. I don't care how many difficult people you have to deal with in your life. Matter of fact, most of the time, difficult people have to birth out some of the best prayer lives. <laughs> Glory to God. In 18 years of itinerant ministry, I found some difficult people in my time. Listen, I poured into some of the best of them and some of the worst of them. I've sat with people with their darkest things in their life. And the only thing that I could offer them was the spirit of prayer. Listen, you will get to places in your life and you will get to places with other people that there is absolutely nothing that you can do but pray. It's no counseling. It's no, you can't give them a word. It's no prophecy. Your best bet in this hour is to pray through. I'm we don't pray through anymore. It used to be, you know, I'm not sure if you're listening to me and you're of a Pentecostal persuasion. You know, I'm not sure exactly what persuasion you are. Really, those things don't matter as much, you know, but I just want to talk about how we used to have people of old, as you see in this book, E.M. Bounds, they didn't stop until they reached heaven with their prayer lives. They were not praying to be seen, but they didn't mind being seen praying. They were people of prayer. They were not people that had moments of prayer. They were people of intensity, fervency. 
glory to God. I was thinking about that. I said, man, I remember times where I would get and and I'm and it, this is happening to me all over again. So I could talk about it and, and it feels like it's right now because it is right now. But I remember times where I would get caught up in praying and I would look up and I would be like, oh, my God, I got to preach in an hour. But I went down in prayer and four hours later. I get up, I'm like, oh my God, I still got to bathe. I still got to get my clothes together. I still, well, my clothes are already together because they, they went to the cleaners. But I still got to get my stuff and get in the car. And, you know, whether somebody's driving with me or, or I'm by myself or, you know, or I got to come down from the hotel room to, to come into the place where this speaking engagement is. And I just thought about it. I said, wow, those times. I said, God. I miss those times. Even, even this is so funny for me. You know, I lead a lot of people now. If you listen to me, maybe that's how you stumbled upon me. You heard my voice on some platform, and so therefore you checked out other avenues of my voice. But before I was leading people, I just it just me and God, man. Just me and God. Yeah, my wife and my kids, because I was, I guess, you know, you could say I was leading them because I was waking them up at 5 a.m. to get in the Word and in prayer. But I tell you what, after that time of family devotion, before the family devotion, I would be in my own time. And then after the family devotion, I'm back in my own time. I would be at work, can't wait to break so I could read, not eat. Can't wait to lunch so I could read, not eat. And I see now later, from my prayer time to my reading, the spirit of prayer has been so instrumental in my development that as I pulled myself away, because I told you that we've been on a consecration. Uh, we're on a 21-day consecration. We're on day eight. So if you're listening to this, by the time you hear it, we'll be past these days. I don't pay much attention to these days. I'm just kind of speaking in real time. But the Lord began to detox me from so much of what I'm leading and the people. And, you know, I was able to stand outside of what I'm leading and look in. And that, my friend was the best thing that I could have ever done. While the Lord was speaking to me and he was showing me before I knew them, glory to God, you knew me. And before you started to lead them, I led you. And I will always be here to lead you. And I don't care what place you ascend to in leadership. Don't you ever forget that I'm the one raised you. I'm the one took you from the wilderness season. I'm getting ready to travel to Hobbs, New Mexico and to be with pastor, a couple of pastors there. And I'm excited about He Hid Me to Heal Me conference. It's one of the best things that I feel like that God has given me because I get the opportunity to revisit my journey. And it stirs me anew and afresh. But more than anything, I get to dive into the word of God and see what God has to say and how God used David and through David's itinerary, how my life unfolded to see how David mentored me from the scriptures and how his importation and his impact on my life is just as a living person um, simply because of that. But when I think about how I got to where I got, I got there because of my prayer life. It wasn't because I listen, I told you I dropped out of high school. So many people I meet, they have several degrees, but I dropped out of high school and I went back and got a GED. 
now <laughs> I've been thinking about going back to school, so I'm just uh, one semester away from my degree. But I appreciate the fact that God needed to show me that I chose you when you knew nothing, when you understood nothing, and when you were nothing. And every time, as long as you got me, you can never lose because I'll always build you and I'll always build it if you stay in the spirit of prayer. So we have two more minutes to be together. It's been tremendous to talk to you. I want to encourage you to go follow me on my platform. Right now, I'm off of Facebook, but you can always go on there. You can look through their videos and even um, little sayings and little quotes that I share every now and then. I've also been sharing. I was telling uh, a friend of mine or uh, maybe a spiritual daughter, I believe, I was sharing with them that, you know what, it's like a note taker. When you see me posting and I'm on consecration, I can't see anybody else's Facebook. I can only see my business suite. And so I share from that place. It's just a note taker. I'm, oftentimes you get the opportunity to be in devotion with me because while I'm sharing that, I'm, I'm in devotion or I'm reading. <laughs> so it's not like I'm just going through searching for stuff to share. It's like it lands on me and I say, wow, we need to share that with the people. And because I'm in devotion and I'm with the Lord, I'm not distracted by anything else because the only thing I see on the business suite is my posts. <laughs> so I appreciate that. All righty. So, again, I want you to follow me. Go to Clubhouse and, and sign up. If you have not signed up for Clubhouse, I would love to have you. So it's been a pleasure to be back with you on salutations and impartations. And until we meet again, may heaven smile upon you and the grace of God be with you. May God strengthen you today. And I don't care what you're walking through. If you bow your knee and you yield your heart, God himself will shift it, will change it. And if he does not shift that or change it, he, my friend, will change you. So God bless you. I'll see, I, well, I won't see you, but I'll talk to you real, real soon. God bless you.